All right. We're officially live. All right. What's up, guys? What's going on? What up? We got uh, Tim on the ones and twos. We got Tyler back. He it is confirmed he was at the bar. Uh, so at the bar. Yeah. Uh, welcome back, Vince. Hello. And um, it's uh five o'clock. We're starting a little earlier today. Um, so at five o'clock, it's um, it's fuck John Fisher o'clock. How about that, Vince? It's there five. It is. Oh. It's Did five we get o'clock. Forty five. Forty five. What is that? Yeah, it's like forty five seconds. But also, Vince, with the uh, with the unforced error, um, uh, with the volume on his phone. Damn it. <laughs> uh, oh, even when I don't mess up, I mess up. <laughs> um, so we have this ongoing gag of uh, you know, trying to not swear, but you know, we're we just went I just wanted to go there uh since we were talking about it in the pre-show. So uh welcome back everybody. We got another exciting week of SVT Sports Podcast. Uh, the number one podcast in North America. Please don't look that up. Oh yeah, not, don't you, don't you dare look that up. We have um, a Wikipedia. Trust fine. us. In football news, we got two. Two of these guys are happy. One of them is not. Um, me no happy. Um, but it is what it is. The team stinks. <laughs> um, yeah. Vince. Uh, let's let's start with the NFL. Let's do the. Uh, let's get into some NFL scores. Right uh, on, right on. Uh, so uh, Thanksgiving was Thursday, and the there was a game. There were three games on Thursday because it's Thanksgiving. So uh, we started off with the with the host Lions losing to the Packers, twenty nine to twenty two. Even when they're good, they still can't win on Thanksgiving. What the hell, Detroit? Arguably, out of those three games, probably the most entertaining. Uh, not to say that the other ones weren't, oh. but they were very lopsided compared to this. Very one. lopsided. Uh, uh, to that note, the Cowboys absolutely destroy the Commanders, forty-five to ten, and we'll talk about the Niners game in a little bit. But your boy's happy. So, um, moving on to Friday, the Jets were hosting the Dolphins. That's exact. Uh, you know, when they set up that matchup for Amazon Prime for Black Friday, they were assuming Aaron Rodgers, right? No, nope, nope. can't do that. Um, it ended up being uh, the Dolphins running away in a laugh for 34 to 13. Tim Boyle is the um, the wish version of Zach Wilson, but yeah. they're going to stick with him at least for the is next Is there week. a wish version? Like, he's I mean, already Zach kind Wilson of a is wish, the wish version, version in his own. Of, I, I don't know. Uh, Jim uh, Mark Druckenmiller? Sanchez. I don't, Mark, Mark Sanchez. Sanchez. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, Mark Sanchez. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Butt Fumble himself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if if Donna Kelsey's not in the stands, Zach Wilson just does not have it, man. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So as for Sunday, uh, the Steelers get the win against the Bengals, sixteen to ten. Uh, Cincinnati's in danger, y'all. Um, uh, yeah. Browning, Jacob Browning, is that his name? Uh, he he did not have it, and oh, it was it was not pretty, and. Uh, the Steelers get 400 yards of offense the first game after Matt Canada uh, gets shown the door. Uh, 100 yards, not 400 yards. Oh, no, no, 400 yards of total offense. Oh, total offense, okay. okay total okay, okay. offense, That's 400 true. yards. It was always Matt Canada. It was never Pickens. It was No, Pickens is still trash, <laughs> but um, he survives for at least another week. 
the Jaguars uh, beat the Texans 24 to 21. That was a super exciting game. That was it's a lot so of fun. It's so wild how CJ Stroud and that offense are the most electrifying offense to lose week in, week out. <laughs> well, they're 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 still above 500 though. They're, I know, they're six but and five. like it's last wild. week and this yeah. week, you would have thought yeah. they blew out teams. Yeah, well, I mean, they he even got them. It, it was a long field goal. It was like 50, 58 yards, fifty nine yards for the uh for the win. But yeah. um, and then it doinks right off of the crossbar. Like, but you needed to get him one yard closer, and it's in. In all fairness, that man oh. was in Philadelphia sitting on his couch last week, and they said, "Hey, come hit this sixty plus yard." You know, yeah. it wasn't, but it felt like it, right? Right. I mean, was, he was, it was just was, shy of sixty. He did not miss by close. much. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so the Titans beat the Panthers seventeen to ten. Oh, Will Levis um, does not look good, but um, yeah. he fooled us that first week, but he's getting the win the last couple of weeks. So, uh, And the Panthers I, I, fired uh, Frank Reich uh, this morning. Yeah, right after, yeah, this morning. That that feels like a um, spur, though, one thing. He only got 11 games. Are you kidding me? I mean, they, they, they did not look good. Don't get me wrong, but that, well, just, apparently... that feels super quick. Apparently, a, Frank Reich uh, wanted uh, uh, CJ and uh, or excuse me. Um, uh, oh, well, Levitz. Uh, no, from the Texans. CJ Stroud. Yeah, CJ. Yeah. He wanted CJ Stroud, and uh, the owner uh, wanted who did they draft number Bryce one? Bryce Young. Bright uh, Bryce Young. Yeah. So that from the get go, when they were preparing for the draft, it was. They they weren't in sync, so apparently they were they were arguing about the quarterback and why the quarterback isn't developing, and um, Frank Wright got the axe. Well, super super uh, short on that one, unfortunately. I think that's so uh, yeah, eleven games. Jeez, yeah, yeah, that is yeah. I mean, they were one in ten, so I mean, they're they're well on their way to being top of the draft. Um, assuming they have those picks, right? Did they trade away any of those or to get up no. there? I don't, I, don't, so. I, don't, I don't think I don't they trade anything. I don't recall. Anyway, uh, the Falcons beat the Saints 24 to 15. How about those Falcons? The Falcons? They're in first place, baby. Yeah, <laughs> the five and six Falcons in first place of the NFC South. That is a trash division. Uh, Good God. Oh. Hey, man. One man's garbage is another man's treasure. Uh, <laughs> You miss you misspoke. Uh, one man's trash is another man's garbage. No, 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 that no. That whole no, no. division is garbage, yeah, and they're on top of that one. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm saying synonyms. You you went opposites, like the real <laughs> saying. I'm saying it doesn't matter. It's just garbage and trash and basura. Okay. <laughs> Colts beat the Buccaneers twenty-seven to twenty. Baker can't quite get the job done, but um, it was still pretty exciting that game. Uh, Colts are uh they're the the wild card right now, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah, that's a a little bit of a shocker, I think, for most people. But they're yeah. they're right there. They're right in it. Yep. The Giants get the win over the Patriots seven. Uh, excuse me, ten to seven. Oh god, this was a god awful game. Uh, but um, but Danny DeVito got to do his little Italian uh cheer for the one touchdown that oh, was nice. uh by the Giants. Uh, so. Yeah, yippee. Uh the Rams beat the Cardinals in a laugh for 37 to 14. Uh the Broncos uh they get the win again 29-12 over the Browns. Four, four in a row now for them? Uh I think it's like four or five, something like six that. Their in last row? seven. But I think yeah. in a row, I think they they're have like four wins in a row. They're calling events in the fantasy league, man. They're like winning a lot. Yeah, yeah how after they're doing starting it, man. off 
horrendously. It's bad. It, it was bad, but uh, maybe he's beating the washed allegations. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. We're, we're, you know what? The, the biggest thing about close. this Browns thing is that they, they definitely lost. Uh, what's his name? They're miles Garrett. Like he's, he said he felt something pop in his shoulder. I'm like, that's yeah. not a good thing. No, 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 no. If, if Miles Garrett, losing Miles Garrett is going to be huge uh, to try to make up for that uh, if he's missing any significant time at all. And I mean, that that could be the difference between making the playoffs and not making the playoffs in the most Browns fucking way possible. There we are at eight. Hey, you know what? For me. Brown, Browns are going to Brown. Yeah, Browns going to Brown. All right. Uh, and Sunday night, the Ravens beat the Chargers 20 to 10. Zay Flowers gets two tugs. That helps me win. With and one of the worst boys... touchdown celebrations ever. I don't care. I don't care. I do <laughs> I, not look, care. I will say this. I will say this. The char- your boy's that... in fifth place. I was 0-5, and, and now I'm in fifth place. Don't so worry. screw I, you all. I, I gave you this L last week anyways. So all I would say is that, yes, the Ravens should have won this game. Chargers have so much talent on paper. It's crazy they can't win these games. But I will say the officiating between my game and also this Charger and Ravens game on a back-to-back, it was pretty bad efficient on the get-go. Um, not to say that they, you know, the Ravens didn't get all the calls either. I mean, they there were some that should have definitely been called on them. But there was definitely the first drive that should have been a touchdown. Chargers should have easily had a touchdown or at least three points. That got taken away, right? The Chargers should have easily been given that penalty on the kickoff, on the, on the punt. That's maybe leads to another three points or a touchdown. So... You know, maybe we're looking at a different game here if that turns around. That was, I mean, there were blatant calls, not like a, oh, oh no, maybe was, yeah. they were blatant. No, yeah. But um, the most, like I said, the most important thing is in our fantasy league, I am back and alive and in the playoffs. Both of you schmucks are out right now on the outside looking in. I know. How does that feel? I'm I was taking, 0 and 5. I was buried. What and I'm, ta- I'm about to take down the number one seed. So. You know. I just, I just see this great. I just I'm, maintain eight. I mean, maintain six. Just get to six. I, well, you're in seventh right now. You're I know. Seven. I just got to get to six. You got to get, you got to get past I my need, brother. That's I need JJ. Happened. I need JJ to, to just, you know, tighten that hamstring up and just, you know, get back out there, baby. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is, uh, this is fun. Uh, so uh, let's let, now it comes to our teams. Uh, we got the Niners played on Thanksgiving. They win in blowout fashion, 31 to 13. It got a little exciting in the third quarter. Brock Birdie threw a pick six um, on a just, it was just a bad throw to a, a CMC. And uh, it just got taken the other way. They were kind of deep in their own zone. But after that point and before that point, really, the Seahawks couldn't move the ball for shit. So the Niners just had them locked up. Basically the entire game outside of that third quarter, a um, little bit of chaos there. They had one good drive and then they had a pick six and that was it. That was the, the, the Niners just dominated uh, in basically all facets, facets of the game. Uh, I am, uh, it wasn't Brock's best game to be honest, but at this point th- there's a lot of people that talk about, you know, the system quarterback thing. And this is where I'm going to come in and start defending Brock a lot more than I have been in the past. Because Jimmy Garoppolo I, couldn't do this in the system. I Trey Lance love couldn't that do you it. said that. I love that you said defend him more than I have in the past because you not necessarily the didn't defend him, but you exactly. Yeah, I've been the slowest to come around because I'm like I'm just a little that. bit cautious because most of the time when somebody falls down that far into the draft, there's a reason. Yeah. You know, and we, we just haven't found that reason yet. Maybe that's not many Tom Brady's. <laughs> Maybe that, yeah, exactly. Tom Brady's d- don't grow on trees. If there, 
if there was a sixth round quarterback that like comes out of nowhere and just dominates every year, I would think nothing of it. But because it only happens once every 20, 25 years, I'm a little bit more wary about it before I like go full throated, full confidence. This is the guy, but I'm, uh, I, it, it, after this, the, the way that this season has gone so far, um, even the most skeptical, there are people way more skeptical than me. Um, you have to admit he he's doing the job. He's doing it better than anybody else has uh, as a Niners quarterback under Kyle Shanahan's system. So he's absolutely dominating and I'm happy to see it. I'm glad he's getting, he's finally getting some um, accolades too from the national media. It's not just all the uh, pieces that are around him. Yes. The pieces are there, but Jimmy couldn't get the job done with all those pieces. Trey Lance couldn't get, couldn't beat out Sam Darnold to get the job to do all, to do all of it with these pieces. So um, let's go Brock. Uh, I'm, I'm not quite ready to buy a Jersey yet, <laughs> but like I am definitely on board. And um, well, that's also because I'd rather buy a CMC Jersey first. Uh, sure. Makes sense. So I, Brock I, I Purdy. have priorities, you know, I already Brock got the Purdy. Kittle Jersey. Um, also I got to get the uh, Diego Samuel Jersey first as well too. So, you know, just priorities. He's like, he, he's on the list to do. I just, I, I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Christmas is coming. So we'll see. to your point, Vince, <laughs> with the Brock Purdy executing the Kyle Shanahan system, I mean, you could go back to his time in Washington, Atlanta, uh, Brock Purdy. I mean, you could you you could put him up against all of those quarterbacks, and he's arguably executing this system better than any quarterback that's been in the in the Kyle Shanahan system. Right. There's the one year that Matt Ryan got the MVP. Yep. Um, the the year that they lost the Super Bowl, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Matt Ryan left after that year too, right? No, no, it was no, a couple, couple years, years later. After that. Um, but Brock Purdy in his young career has been the best quarterback at executing a Kyle Shanahan offense and the weapons are the weapons, you know, of course that's going to help any quarterback. Yeah. I mean, Matt Ryan had Julio Jones and like a bunch like prime Julio Jones and a bunch of other guys too. I mean, can you imagine uh, we'll talk about the chiefs and the Raiders in a second, but right now this chiefs offense really has no playmakers. (laughs) It's just like, Travis Dude, Kelsey, that's it. Y- you got Mahomes and in Maato. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know uh, uh, yeah. Rashi Rice might be a guy. But I think that's still your way best too option. early to tell. But that's. But it. I mean, you put you put these weapons on the Kansas City Chiefs, and it, it, it's going to be Madden football video game for for Patrick Mahomes. He's already video game mode, but it it's going to be that much even more. Um, so to crush also, the guy for also having that defense, uh, the defense in Kansas city is a lot better. So he doesn't quite have to go mad in God mode every week either. Right. But yeah, even um, still, but Brock Purdy is still executing the system, making the right reads, making the proper throws. He did give up the pick six. Um, but for the most part in his career, he's not turning the ball over. Um, he's executing it perfectly. So Dude, I don't understand that, that dot that he threw to Brandon. Ayuk, like, yeah, that was it was a great like, throw. It was a great throw. There were four guys around him converging. He had a really tight window and he found it. And, and that play was designed for, for the checkoff for the check down, excuse me. Uh, But he, uh, he, he just went for it over the top and he fitted in perfectly. And Jimmy doesn't try that throw, you know, Um, uh, Trey Lance might try that throw, but he's not going to hit it, you know, and and that's getting picked off or knocked away or something. But uh, this, I think he's the right level of gunslinger but also like taking care of it uh, overall, you know, 
And especially with a young guy, you expect a couple of mistakes. That pick six was a mistake, but it did. It ended up not hurting the team at, at, at the end of the game. And it's just, it's something to go study and go work harder and to try to get better and just kind of feed the beast. That's like growing. And like, you know, I, I, I love it. I love it yeah. uh, overall. So. Well, we, we're going to talk more 49ers in a second, but uh, so let, let's keep moving forward because we're going to circle back to the Niners. Yeah. Okay. So uh, who wants to go next? Uh, um, you I'll go, go next because oh. because there's some parodies that I, I, I think would go well with the 49ers. Okay. Well, hold on because right. we're going to circle back. So I don't got much to say on the Raiders. So let's right. do the All Raiders. Right. Let's, let, let, we'll, we'll do this. The Chiefs end up winning over the Raiders 31-17. Sam, go ahead. Uh, I mean – they got they got no solution at quarterback. I think Aiden O'Connell is just you know he's a fourth fifth round draft pick for a reason. Uh, he was a walk on for a reason, and that's not to say that he's not going to be a good pro moving forward. Um, I think he shows signs of being a really good quarterback, and then he shows signs of making rookie mistakes. I think for him playing out the rest of the season as the starting quarterback goes a long way uh, as far as just getting his reps in, understanding the timing of the NFL. Um, it seems like those opening drives, um, the Raiders look really well prepared under Antonio Pierce. It looks like, you know, the scripted plays, the 10, 15 plays, they look really, uh, in sync with one another. It's coming out of halftime and making those adjustments last week. He threw those, uh, you know, costly, uh, three interception game in the second half. Uh, you know, the, the Raiders look greatly improved with just the absence of Josh McDaniels. So I still believe like if you had a, even if you went into next season with Aiden O'Connell, a real head coach and a real offensive coordinator, you have talent on the roster. You need to add to the roster. I don't think it's a Super Bowl contender, but you should be better than what your record says right now. Clearly the chiefs are just a much better team. They got a much, a more dynamic offense and they got a generational quarterback you put that quarterback doing what he's doing on any team um, is probably going to cover up a lot of blemishes on that team. And like we said earlier, the Kansas City Chiefs offensively don't have the best uh, offense, uh, offensive talent around him right now, but they still have a Hall of Fame tight end. They have a Hall of Fame head coach and, you know, they have a generational talent on quarterback. So it's going to it's going to cover up a lot. And they have a really good defense where the offense doesn't need to go God mode. So with the Raiders, I think for the rest rest of the year, look, they got some winnable games in the next two to three weeks. Um, I'm just looking to stay competitive, just keep games competitive, keep games close. Unfortunately, Max Crosby wasn't around. Um, he was on and off the field, so they limited his reps. And when he was on the field, he got a sack, um, but he just did not look like himself. He was clearly uh, uh, slower with the knee injury. Then he was also suffering from uh, illness. So clearly his body was not there. Um, but with that, I mean, that's pretty much all I got to say about the Raiders. And it didn't come down. So many people were getting on Antonio Pierce about this um, going for it on fourth down, kicking the field goal. Then Daniel Carson, unfortunately, missed the field goal, who, who's like a top two, top three kicker in the game. He's usually automatic inside 45. He's usually automatic at those ranges. The game didn't come down to the one missed field goal or going for it on fourth down and getting that fourth down um, and, and getting a touchdown on that drive. There was many mistakes and many costly errors, uh, penalties, not being able to get off the field on third and third down. Uh, they had the Chiefs third and long, third and medium, and they couldn't get off the field. So it, it, it's kind of like the same old problems. 
Yeah, I think a successful season for the Raiders to be eight and eight, in my opinion. I think that's look at well, the remaining. Be, it would schedule. be eight and nine or nine and eight because right. it's, uh... eight and nine. I think it'd be more more realistic. I think, but I I don't think that that's a problem. I think that's a great improvement. I mean, look at the Chargers; they're four and seven right now with that offense. So I no knock on the Raiders at all. I mean, I they've got world talent at at positions too, and I think uh, uh, Myers has been an absolute godsend for you guys by far like he's been like there's no reason why he should be playing this well because we saw him in, in new england he did not play i think up to the level that he's playing in vegas right now so um, i think he's going to be highly touted um yeah in the offseason. i really i would really like to see the raiders i would like to see antonio pierce get a shot and uh yeah. see if he can really be a head coach and i you know obviously bo hargreave he's he's the quarterback coach that got promoted to the interim offensive coordinator. And he's never called a, he's never called the NFL game. So there's going to be some growing pains on him. I think for the most part, he's doing a pretty good job, but without a whole off season to prepare an offense, what you want to call, how you want to yeah. call it, you know, developing that, that those details with your staff. I actually think Bo Hargreave has shown um, some promise at being a really good offensive coordinator. Um, I do think if you're gonna if you're gonna roll with uh, Aiden O'Connell next year, or at least have him as a backup and bring in another quarterback, you probably need to bring in a um, reputable offensive coordinator. But at the same time, I, I think he's shown some promise, and he's maybe shown some uh, other teams that he could potentially be an offensive coordinator if he if he so chooses. But I would love to see Antonio Pierce get the job. I think I said this last week, uh, Antonio Pierce get the job and I would love to see Patrick Graham come back because the Raiders, the biggest problem the Raiders organization has been missing is, is continuity is that the, this constant flipping of coaching staff and general managers. So even though Josh McDaniels and, and Ziegler did a shit job, at least with, you know, uh, champ Kelly was a finalist to get the job. Uh, as the general manager. And if Ziegler and Josh McDaniels didn't get the job, it was probably going to Champ Kelly to get the job. So we we kind of got lucky in this, and we talked about this when Josh McDaniels got hired and Champ Kelly got the, the assistant general manager job. They created that job because uh, Mark Davis really liked his interview. It was just that Josh McDaniels and Ziegler came as a package deal, and that's kind of what sold him. And we all know that Mark Mark Davis has this fantasy of, you know, the Patriots and, you know, gushes over the Patriots because of uh, Tom Brady and whatnot. Um, but I would like to see Champ Kelly and Antonio Pierce um, get the full-time jobs and see what they can do just really to provide some continuity. Um, real quick, Raiders news. They released uh, Marcus Peters and uh, uh, was it Roderick Teamer? Uh, Teamer was... Well, Teamer is an idiot. Uh, I mean, a DUI Sunday morning um, for his game back. <laughs> so, I mean, so dumb. that's something that I do appreciate with Antonio. As soon as that hit the news, I think all Raider fans knew that he was done. Well, I don't think uh, it was necessarily was Pierce. It's just we all know, especially, I mean, more highlighted and than ever that Davis has a uh, zero tolerance policy. And, and the rugs thing is a prime example as to why he has a zero tolerance when it comes to drinking and you get popped and whatnot. So I just wouldn't be surprised if, uh, if Josh McDaniels was still coaching and Ziegler was still general manager, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, he was suspended or something. And then they try to bring him back because that he was their guy. Um, 
I just wouldn't be surprised if they try to cover up for him or or suspend him for a week or bench him for a week or two. Um, but Antonio Pierce, you know, he he's not going to tolerate that nonsense. Um, and he's Champ Kelly and Antonio Pierce have come out and talked about some of the accountability issues. I mean, for whatever reason, like Josh McDaniels was trying to rule the Raiders like an iron fist, but then there was talk coming out that people were showing up late to meetings and you know, what's going on. Right. You're trying to rule this like, like, like a warden, but then people are showing up late and what's going on here. So I think, I think we talked about it last week. If you're, if you're like ruling, like an, like, 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 like a a tyrant or whatever with the iron fist, um, you have to be good. Otherwise you're just an asshole. Hatred way only works. Yeah. If you're winning, you're yeah. going to have defiant people. If, 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 I mean, yeah, that's true. If you're winning, no one really gives a shit. You could be the, you could be the Bill Belichick of, or the, or the, exactly. the, the Popovich, you know what I mean? Like, but if you're not winning, you're going to have defiant people. Exactly. So that's all I got guys. All right. So on to Tyler's Eagles, they get the win against the bills in overtime 37, 34, uh, Josh Allen falls to 0-6 lifetime in overtime. They changed the overtime rules uh, because he couldn't get a chance in a playoff game, and he's 0-5 since they changed the overtime rules. So uh, talk about not being able to catch a break, uh, Tyler, but your guys get the win uh, after allowing the field goal. They come back and get the touchdown. Perfect How sentiment wild for, was that game, man? Perfect sentiment for the season for this game. It's Jason Kelsey's Super Bowl speech of we're from Philly, fucking Philly. No one likes us. We don't care. I'll tell you this from the Chiefs game to the Bills game to, you know, even if you want to go to the Jets game, doesn't matter. All the sentiment has always been, oh, if Mahomes would have did this or did that. Oh, if Josh Allen would have done this and this and that. But the media loves portraying that instead of just saying, Jalen Hurts came out there and did a two-minute drill and won that game. Jalen Hurts went out against the Chiefs and got that W. Jalen Hurts went to go do this and that. It's it's always, oh, the opposing team should have done this and that instead of saying the Eagles went out and won a game. Not that they got a game handed to them. They won the game. And I think that is to your point where, you know, Purdy's getting all the accolades. Perfect. Great. Philly fans and Philadelphia love being underwritten as underdogs. And even coming into this week, before the game, before the overtime ended, 49ers were already at two-point favorites. Now they're two-and-a-half favorites coming into Philadelphia. Love it. We love it all. Great. And I think I think that just feels the fire of Philadelphia and Philadelphia fans. Yeah, your and, boys um, have started chirping already, too. Yeah, well, yours yeah. too. And, and yours yeah, too. Exactly. Debo's chirping back. Like it's yeah. it's gonna be a fun week, man. It's gonna be great, man. Like <laughs> this is this is our Super Bowl. Like this, if we don't, if both of our teams fucking implode and we don't make the Super Bowl, this is our Super Bowl, hands down. It's like the Legion of Boom and the 49ers. Like that was the Super Bowl before the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. I think it's a good representation and a fair, you know, evaluation of what is our division and 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 everything that comes with it. So I just would love to say that like the media loves portray that the Philly team is just some team that gets lucky and wins. Keep, keep it coming, keep it coming because we do 
go out there and grind out wins. But I've never said on our podcast that Philly's been lucky to get a win. I've always said that we just win ugly, but we always win. And that's right. the way I like that's, to see that's, it. That's that championship DNA that Sam loves. Oh my God. If he, so much. Oh, if, favorite, <laughs> favorite cliche saying ever. Dude, I was like literally texting people. I was like, if, if Romo says championship DNA one more time on this live feed, I swear to God, I think he said it like 16 times. I was like, stop saying championship DNA. You, you haven't even made it to a divisional round, a passive divisional round. Stop you know it, nothing Romo. of DNA, it, Romo. Romo. <laughs> That's right. Go to a science class, you jerk. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm happy. Um, you know, me and Vince will always be cordial throughout the week. Yeah. Until it's Sunday. Fuck you, sir. And it, exactly. <laughs> we tip our hat until until tip off. And then tip off, gloves are yeah. off, baby. Right. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun uh, uh, yeah. having pizza on Sunday, bud. <laughs> I'll be here for you, man. I'll, I'll have... Yeah. Uh, Dr. Pepper or, or Coke, whatever you want. Ready That's for right. You. Yeah. Here. So, so next week we're going to be at the, at the pizza spot, $20 on the line. That's right. Big uh, money. <laughs> <laughs> Anymore. And I might get in trouble, but yeah. Uh, yeah, right. fine. <laughs> so, I mean, this, I mean, this has to be, this has to be one of the biggest games of the year. Um, this kind of feels like a prelude to the NFC championship. 49ers versus Eagles. Yeah. Um, I guess Dallas is still technically in the conversation, but I can't really take them seriously until they like take themselves seriously. Until and they Mike, beat a team over 500. And Mike McCarthy's right. not the head coach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, will, I, did, I, did, yeah. I didn't mention this, but I do want to say with the win last night, the Eagles have clinched a spot and the first team to clinch a spot in the playoffs. So let's go. Right. But uh, yeah, no. This is to your point. This is our Super Bowl. This is the we had game. this circled in August when we yeah. when, when we were talking about you know playoffs yep. and Super Bowls and everything. I'm, uh, you know I'm, our preseason I'm predictions. I'm happy. Uh, this we December third game. We had that circled, and I'm glad we got here. And it's mostly gone to plan. The the three the three game loss for the 49ers didn't look great. Also, the the that. Eagles losing to the Jets out of nowhere. That's also a weird. Hey, Weird thing. you know what? But for the most part, I mean, it's the one and two seeds uh, coming in in late in in early December, late in the season. Uh, with you know, number one seed isn't quite on the line, but if the 49ers win, right. that gets yes. real. It, it gets real tight. Basically, there goes your um your, your cushion. Basically. Well, that's why I was happy we got that win because coming into this week, it's not. It's 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 a big game, obviously. Right. But it's not exactly. a, it's not a pressure game that if, if the Eagles were to lose, it's not the end of the world. We're still two games up on Dallas. We're still a game and a half, maybe. I think I don't know if we if we play it, the same a, teams. Uh, if the 49ers win, you'd be one game up on the. Niners. Okay, so it's not it it's be. not cloud. Like if we lost to the Bills, like this game would have way more implications I right. think, for yeah. the Eagles side than it does for the 49ers. Yeah, that's kind of I was kind of like holding my breath. I was like, is, is the Bills are the Bills going to do this? Uh, yeah. Are they going to make my life a little easier? But I should have known better. Um, hey, uh, I, we, I, I knew it wouldn't happen. Uh, in the- I, I will I will say that kick okay okay look okay two things the touchdown throw to to uh Zacchaeus or I like to call him zucchini because his name is sometimes hard to forget when you've been drinking right um amazing throw like people were saying oh they had to rely on Z- Zacchaeus I'm like no Hertz pointed him to go here and he launched that ball perfectly might I add because we we're on HD camera so you can't tell in downpour rain, like a perfect throw in downpour yeah. rain, amazing throw. And but it's okay, 
Yeah, Hurts that's just... the other thing. That game, like the first half, it was a little bit slower, and you're like, oh, this is going to be a slog with the weather. But then yeah. all of a sudden, the rain didn't matter in the second half and overtime. Like the offenses were off the chain. And just yeah. Fucking go. You know? and, and, and I'm not knocking the Bills because Josh Allen played one hell of a game. Like that guy is, you know, when they compare him to Ben Roethlisberger, minus the outs offside off the field stuff right ben I, think a, yeah. I think it's a fair uh, you know comparison he's a yeah. big dude slings that ball great quarterback but he can run which ben could not do i think it's the only comparison they don't have right they he, they just couldn't tackle ben easily like it, it took yeah. like four guys yeah. to get a sack um, yeah for sure and i think i think josh allen's the same way it was a great game no hats off to him as well you know i mean that could have went either way but um they should have called w. a horse collar tackle, though. That was a yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. no, there, I agree. There was some bad officiating just overall. One hundred percent. I will yeah. not discredit that at all. Yeah. It, maybe it's time to make these guys full time. Maybe it's I time. So. I mean, it, I think so. I think it's yeah. been time. I think yeah, it's, it's, like, it's definitely it's been past. I think yeah. it's it's late. Well, it's overdue. Okay, so yeah. funny story about that horse collar thing was that you know. Our guy, Hassan Reddick, which Vince probably hates with a passion because of the whole tackle on or the arm on UCL tear. Eh, um, Hassan Reddick gets that sack, right? Mm -hmm. And like doesn't get called for the horse collar. So immediately Josh Allen says, oh, he lobbies to the ref. Oh, it's intentional grounding. Oh, it's intentional grounding. Get intentional grounding, right? Because he doesn't want Hassan Reddick to get the sack on his record. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, that's so petty, man. Like your team, you're going to lose 15 yards because you don't want a dude to get a sack. Hey, yeah. man. Power to you. Yeah, Power I, team. I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I, I think that pretty much wraps up football talk at this point. Oh, um, yeah. We got to pick no, up. No, no, no. But I mean, like in terms of uh, this past week, uh, the Vikings and Bears are playing in Minnesota on Monday Night Football. There is no score. Uh, Justin Fields just turned a corner and he's around the 40 yard line of his own side. So really nothing's happening that we're missing right now uh, because the bears are trash and the Vikings are playing with um, spaceman Dobbs uh, as their quarterback. Uh, hell of a story. And uh, it's, I just don't know how exciting this game is going to be. All right. So uh, as we mentioned earlier, Frank Reich was fired by the Panthers. Uh, there goes that note off of the uh, play sheet, uh, the Google sheet. Okay. Ready? Uh, um, yeah. So I did this on my phone. So I mm -hmm. apologize for the highlighter green, but uh, you know, here we are. So uh, All right. let me go ahead and share. Alrighty. Uh, not a lot of red. So we, we did, we did pretty good. Yeah. I know yeah. Pretty Overall. Pretty good. You know, um, obviously we all, picked what we thought was the better team on the uh, the only game i got wrong was the saints okay. no the lions too the lions too oh the lions up top yeah i'll, I'll take oh. that <laughs> yeah not not bad but um, we all got we all got the saints and we all got the lions wrong so i'll take it it's a wash <laughs> yeah yeah that's so, a wash baby so we're currently i mean it's but a i missed horse a race. week i fucked up i know we're gonna go off yeah. of percentages we're, we're gonna go so. off of percentages going forward so it's not gonna be just total number corrected right. we'll, we'll go by your percentage so currently, you know, I'm 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 hot on your heels. So we're, we're getting there, um, but it, it, we'll see. This will obviously change something, and then obviously this will change nothing because we all yeah, pick the Vikings. Since we all pick the Vikings, yeah. So let me go ahead and get my Pickums sheet here. Um, 
and I'm gonna um I'm gonna say the 49ers and Eagles last. I, okay. I know that we shouldn't, but I'm I'm going to. Absolutely. So Browns. I'm just looking at uh oh thank you. I, again, I did this, I did this on my phone, <laughs> so I apologize. And same with Bengals. <laughs> yeah, I did this on my phone here. So that's all right. You know. We're ta- we're we're doing parcel tongue here uh on SVT Sports. <laughs> Lions at Sinta. Sinta. <laughs> where, where, where? Sainta. Oh. Same, same time. See, this is this is why I need to do this on my computer and not on Yeah. Oh my god. I Bacons. swear I delete these S's. I think it's not catching it. Because no, it didn't no. get my, my picks last week either. Anyone else on the S's here? Double S's we good? Uh I think we're okay. Okay. All right. Going up the top here off of that uh miscue there. Uh Seattle Seahawks at the Cowboys. Cowboys are fi- favorite at minus eight, which I I get it, but I think that's a little high. I give it six. I don't want to give minus eight. I'm taking Cowboys, man. They're yeah. just way, way better than the Seahawks. They the Seahawks ain't gonna move the ball. Yeah, the the Seahawks are about to be six and eight after um, last week, this week, and next week when they play the Niners again. Yeah, so, so. Okay. well, we're on the same agreements here. Um, Colts at the Titans. Colts are favored at minus two and a half. Ooh, I'll take the Colts. I mean, they're they're in the playoff hunt. Oops. I'm trying how to spell today. That could have been really bad. What I was almost spelling. <laughs> Jeez, a loo. Yeah, uh, the Colts are just a a better team, uh, yeah. even without their you know the quarterback that they drafted, Anthony Richardson. Is he out for the season? Or yeah, he's he... done for the year. Okay, he wasn't scheduled to come back late. Uh, okay. Falcons, Falcons. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Falcons. Come on. Yeah. Uh, uh, picking the Jets is a fool's errand, and I'm not going to do it. Uh, Falcons. Yeah, I would agree with you. As much as I love the Jets' uh, heart on their defense, <laughs> their offense just can't do it. Yeah. All right. Uh, Lions at the Saints. Saints are favored at minus three and a half. You know what? I've taken – the Saints have let me down time and time again. Me too. Um, me too. I'm going with the Lions. They're coming off of a tough loss. They're going to come out biting people's ankles and kneecaps. Lions. Yeah. Um. The, the Lions are – Um. The Lions should be the favorite, I would think. Uh, they have extra three days to prepare, extra half a week, basically, as well, because yeah. they played on Thanksgiving. So, yeah, give me the Lions. I would agree with that. Uh, Broncos at the Texans. Even though the Broncos have won four games in a row, the Texans five. – Five. Okay, it so we didn't get that rule. So it is yep. five. Okay. Um, the Texans are still favored at minus three. I'm taking the okay. Texans at That's, home, mm-hmm. and uh, I I think they just got a really balanced team, and they're they're young and they're getting better. Neutral side, it's a pick 'em, but I would I think I'm still going to pick the Texans as well. Um, I just I'm I'm really excited about C.J. Stroud, yeah. and uh, I'm just not quite believing that Russell Wilson is actually beating the washed allegations just yet. You know, right? Uh, we'll see. I mean, he did beat the Chiefs. Yeah, but still, shit happens. The Chiefs have I, never gone perfect in a season it, before. Wasn't Patrick Mahomes like had a flu or something? Yeah, too? like shit happens. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That does sway a little bit here. Uh, yeah, I'll go. I'll go Texans. Yeah, over my better judgment. <laughs> okay, to, to my opinion. Okay, oh. <laughs> um, Chargers, Chargers at the Patriots, and the uh, Chargers are favored at minus six. Yeah, uh, Chargers, Patriots stink. They yeah. don't got no quarterback. The Patriots are the doggest of they shits, man. Yeah. That is a bad team. Uh, yeah, the Chargers. I think right the ship just if a little Bill bit. Bill Belichick wasn't a Hall of Famer. He would have been fired. I think he's gone after the season mm-hmm. on and, his own terms. But yeah, like I, yeah. 
he's you know that this is his final year as a head coach i think uh for the patriots all right up next we have the cardinals at the steelers by the way your wild card steelers at minus five and a half yeah yeah steelers Uh, as much as i do not like kenny pickett it's the, the Steelers. I mean, they're, they're better playing the team. Cardinals. They're better they're, team. They're just a way better team. Mike they're Tomlin, better coached. Yeah. Better defense. Mm-hmm. Better yeah. pizza. Papa John's. Yeah. Fuck Papa John's. I mean. Right in the ear with no lube. Dolphins, Dolphins <laughs> at Commanders. Would you like to wager what the Dolphins are favored at? Oh, 20. <laughs> it's going to be. <laughs> I don't think it's quite that high, but I'm going to say like 12. Uh, minus nine and a half. Nine and a half. Yeah, it's it's not quite at double digits. Uh, it'll the 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 public will bet it up to t- to double digits. I think. Yeah, I agree. Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, so far, we're we're all in lockstep. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. I, I know. And I that. thought about change. Well, we can we get a last minute change at the, at the end here. So, but mm-hmm. uh, these might be pretty much locked in. Um, Panthers at the Bucks. Bucks are favored at minus six. Bucks. Panthers stink. Fired their coach. Uh, fired their uh, running backs coach. Quarterback coach. Yeah, I mean, this is. Th- th- there's no rhyme or reason at this point. Like, Panthers are just garbage. I I, yeah. I can't take them seriously. Yeah. So, like I said, we're going to save that one for last. We're going to go to Browns at the Rams. Rams are favored at minus four and a half. I'm Again, taking the Rams. No Miles Garrett. So Yeah, no Miles Garrett. I think they might be playing with um, uh, PJ Walker, uh, maybe, if uh, if uh, what's-his-bucket can't get back from the um, the concussion. Yeah, it's just it, – it's all looking downhill for the, uh, for the Browns, and maybe the Rams start, you know, getting it together. Kyron Williams is back, so who knows? So – before you give you your shout out answers on this one, I just want to give you some background here. We have the Chiefs at the Packers. Obviously, mm-hmm. Chiefs are favored at minus seven. They're in Lambeau, and tip off is at eight o'clock at night in Lambeau. Yeah, it's gonna be freezing. Yeah, it's gonna be freezing. The, the The Chiefs end up winning by like ten points instead of thirty. 20. Yeah, <laughs> twenty or thirty. Like yeah, yeah. yeah okay, the Chiefs. All right, just want to make sure. Want to make sure we uh, have our opinions here. Okay. Uh, Bengals at Jacksonville. This would have been such a cool game if Joe really Burrow was healthy. This would have yeah. been so much fun. Yeah, it's something um, great. Jags are favored at minus eight. Uh, this this yeah, might be Jags. the most boring uh, week of pickums. Like we only have one game. Where I was we're, just going live, man. Uh, Jaguars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Before we jump into it, is there anyone that wants to make any changes or anything? I, you know what, I will. All right, you're gonna go live with the Broncos there. Okay, I'm gonna do All it. Right. I'm gonna do it. You got to make up for the fact that you're gonna be wrong about the Eagles. I get it, man. Oh, <laughs> I see someone's already taking so it a glove off. So it begins. <laughs> um, no, I just I think well, one Broncos are hot. Texans, I mean, man, they they can throw for 400 yards and still lose the game. It blows my mind. Um, so I'm just going off a gut feeling here. I'm, I'm going Bruce Bochy, baby. I'm going Bruce okay. Bochy. All right, uh, 49ers at Eagles. Obviously, me and Vince are locked in. Um, cu- curious, Sam, before you say, or well, actually, when you say your decision, let us know how you got to your decision. Yeah, well, mm, man, mm. it's it's a tough, it's a tough pick. What's uh, the what's the 49ers spread? are minus favorite at minus two and a half. That spread that has moved a half a line since last night. It was yeah, two. I got- 
I got to take the 49ers. Um, I think Woo! right now they are a more complete team in the sense of uh, the mistakes. And like you were saying earlier, Tyler, the, the Eagles have been winning ugly. And I think there comes a point where that fourth quarter comeback kid magic starts to wear off. Um, the 49ers got a great defense, so it's going to be really tough to to perform in the fourth quarter in these crucial sh- situations. And I think the 49ers are just going to do a little bit better job of uh, not making mistakes uh, because the Eagles have shown that they make mistakes and um, they've just been able to outdo some of their, their uh, opponents. Um, so right now I just think the 49ers are a little bit better balanced team and a little bit more put together team. That's not to say that the Eagles aren't going to be there at the end at the NFC championship game. Um, I think a lot of these ugly wins are going into their benefit, um, when they do get into the playoffs. Um, but I think the 49ers are also, uh, looking at this as a revenge game of what happened, uh, you know, in the playoffs when they lost Brock Purdy. So I think there's also uh, a prove-it mentality that the 49ers have that uh, if they would have had their quarterback healthy last year, then things would have been different. So I think there's a lot of uh, motivation to win this game. Well, I'm curious because, you know, and, and Vince, correct me if I'm wrong here, but when when things get mucky with the 49ers, Purdy looks like he's got a couple of haymakers onto him. So he doesn't always look the most pristine. But, man, when they're running on all cylinders – it's a problem. Like that train is not stopping at any station. Like they're going to run through one. So I'm curious if the foreigner, the Eagles are able to muck it up. What does party look like? And it ain't going to be sunshines and rainbows in Philadelphia. It's going to be raining and it's going to be dirty. It's going to be muddy. And it's going to be a hostile environment. Is it actually going to be raining? Yeah, it's going to oh, be raining. Nice. So I'm curious. I thought, I thought you were just saying like, I don't know, the fans are going to be spitting on everybody and it's going <laughs> to look like rain. No, 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 no. <laughs> The classy, classy uh, Philadelphia fans, you know. <laughs> the classiest. <laughs> uh, no, so I'm going to stop sharing it. But a bit, I'm curious, though. I mean, you know, when it does get mucky and dirty, I mean, not to say that Purdy hasn't won those games, but he doesn't look the most polished. So I'm curious as to if it ends up being that way, what Purdy do we get in Philadelphia? We won't, won't, we won't know until Sunday. Yeah. So. Interesting. Looking forward to it, yeah. Yeah, it's a good question. And. One I'm certain we'll get at least part of an answer to. Sure, uh, of yeah. course. It's going to be fun. Going to be a lot of fun. That's uh, th- that's all I really know for sure is uh, Sunday, if everything, if everybody's healthy, it's going to be a fun game. Yeah. You know, that, that that's what I'm looking forward to is a really fun game between, uh, th- th- and this is a game the entire nation has kind of been waiting on, not just Niners fans and I'm, Eagles fans. Like I think is- it was like, 40 million people tuned in or 39 tuned into the Eagles and Chiefs game. What are they going? What's the number going to be with the 49ers and the Eagles? I bet you, uh, I'll bet you'll break it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I'm not going to be ridiculous and pick like 55 million, but like, I think they'll, they'll clear 40. I think, I think this is going to clear 40 million. You know, I a think lot of 40, people. 42, 43 sounds realistic. So, something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know what? We'll, we'll just go with the full Obama and get 44. Yeah, let's do it. There we go. Let's do it. <laughs> We're not going to do 40, 45, though, okay? No, or actually... no, no. We'll, we'll, we'll go right past that, if, if, if at all possible. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, I think that wraps up football talk, doesn't it, boys? Yeah, yes, I'm good. Sir. Okay, cool. Um, next on the docket is the Warriors. Uh, they, they get uh two wins out of three over this past week they get uh the win versus houston 
they go to Phoenix and lose. And then they come back home, play the Spurs in the in-season tournament and get the win. The Spurs kind of closed the gap a little bit at the end to make it closer than it looked. It ended up being a six point win. And because they closed the gap, it made the, um, uh, it made the math a little bit weirder because they use point differential as a tiebreaker with this in-season tournament. Oh, um, so the right. Spurs putting a run on the Warriors kind of hurt them a little bit. Um, yeah, you're basically they, yeah. you're you're basically banking on uh, the Timberwolves to lose at this point because I think point right, yeah, yeah. If, if the Timberwolves lose, then it's just um, uh, on Tuesday you you're in Sacramento. You win that game, you you move on in the tournament. If you don't, and then it, then it comes down to, um, I think the Warriors would be eliminated because they already have one loss in the in season tournament. Well, they have two. Be- and no, no, no oh, just I'm one. sorry, it is just one. Is yeah, just one. yeah. That right now they were just back to back games with the same team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, um I'm yeah. curious though, guys. Like, what's your? I mean, we're what? Uh, 17 games in. What? What's your panic yeah. meter? If I'm, I'm not quite panicking yet um i wish they looked a little bit better uh eight and nine is not great um uh how they play against sacramento for this in-season tournament is going to be a little bit interesting uh if they win by 13 um i think even then the i think that's what it's going to take for the warriors to move on i think I, i saw an article saying um if 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 Minnesota wins, excuse me. If Minnesota wins, then the Warriors need to win by at least thirteen to like leapfrog past the Kings because the the point differential is so great. No way that's gonna happen. Yeah. So uh, I mean, not you never Sacramento. know. I mean, I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, it, and the Minnesota game tips off early enough that by the end of the first quarter, you're gonna know what you need to do. Yeah, but I but the problem is that. I know that the Kings and you know their wonderful head coach is privy to that. Like he knows. Oh yeah, no, no. no. I mean, uh, there's gonna people are gonna know, and he's gonna obviously try to fight like hell to make sure that uh, his team is in it. Uh, right. Yeah. I mean, it's so. it, it's just it, it's kind of weird how it's gonna break down, and I I I still don't know what I think about this in season tournament. I'm not going to really know what I, I think, think about it. I think the energy that is coming from the players and, and like how we've had fights break out, right? Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of energy that's coming with these. I don't think I anticipated that. Yeah. I, I definitely thought it was just going to be a laissez-faire, lackadaisical kind of, it's just a regular season game, but I guess money talks. I don't know if this, hi Julia. I don't know if, uh, you know, money is like, not tax depending on your area like you just get this money untaxed like i don't they're playing way harder than i anticipated for what i would assume is money but not as much as they could make playing contractly wise you know what i mean like right. i mean it's it, it is a little interesting that guys are going they're actually getting after it uh which is yeah you know a promising sign for the nba that maybe this is working and maybe if there's a few tweaks um to the you know to in following years um just kind of depending on how this year goes just kind of adjust as you go and it's the first time a major league in america is doing something like this you know yeah um i mean soccer has tournaments like this but uh america by and large doesn't give a shit about soccer uh, which is unfortunate and something that we're trying to change here on the svt sports podcast (laughs) (laughs) i think um well, I'm curious what you guys think. Do you think the era of small ball and the Warriors and basically 
revolutionized small ball. So the rest of the league kind of adapted to having their own small ball lineups. But now that we're seeing that's kind of maybe going away with, you know, your Chet Holmgrens, your, your, you know, twin tower of, of, of Minnesota. Um, and then you're also, uh, you know, Victor Wembanyama. Do you think small ball is all but pretty much eliminated at this point? No, I think it's, it's something you need to have in your tool belt because all of those guys, they, they, they can play small ball style. They can shoot, you know, those guys are fast. Um, they, they, they have range. Um, they have at least, uh, they have at least a little bit of handle if they need to. Um, what's I'm saying? Do you think, do you think a small ball is gone? I don't think small ball is gone. I just think it's, um, it's going to be a little bit different because the bigs now have to behave like they are smalls. There's always been teams that, you know, there was the early nineties warriors, you know, with the Don Nelson, you know, run TMC that were, they were smaller, you know? Um, and then even the, we believe warriors were considered a smaller team. So there's been smaller teams and that it's not just the warriors, but you know, Don Nelson, the Suns, uh, the seven seconds or less. That was right. You know, the, Mm. the, current you know the this generation of warriors the steve kerr steph curry warriors they were the the small ball team that broke through and won championships you know that that was kind of like the transcendent moment is that you had you had steph curry like he you had a guy guy that was six six eight playing center you know right you know and and then exactly you have draymond uh, also uh, at the peak of his powers that can guard one through five and then you added uh Kevin Durant during that time, you know, so it, it was kind of um, a freak accident that all came together in the benefit of the Golden State Warriors. So I don't think it's necessarily the end of small ball. I think what's happening now is like what, what Vince is saying is you got these guys like Chet Holmgren and uh, Victor Wambanyama that are seven feet, but they play like six foot, you know, they're playing like point guards. They're, they're able to dribble low. Um, I just right. think it's a different style. Um, but big guys will always give small ball players uh, a, a difficulty because they're going to challenge shots and alter shots. So I think that's kind of what the Warriors are going through right now. They don't have a lot of size, uh, so it's going to challenge them. Um, and I think that's kind of what we're seeing right now with the well, in I regards think to the Warriors. The Chet and the Victors, I mean, obviously the unicorns, but these guys are playing 30 minutes a game. You know, I mean, like they're it's it's not. I guess what I'm getting at is that they're not tiring out these guys. Well, like, they're granted, also they're not like the same 19. Yeah, but yeah, they're but, also like 19 years old. You know what I mean? But they're so, not big men like Shaq. You know what exactly, I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, That's what I'm saying. Is that like we're? I get where you guys are coming from. Like we're transcending into maybe not necessarily a small ball, but a big man who can have cardio and last. You know where the sentiment was that Warriors ran a small ball because every big man was trying to be Shaq or the next Dwight Howard. So you just run them out of the building. So I'm wondering if like the idea of a small ball lineup can't exist anymore and you need to go find yourself a big man who can run 30 minutes a game. Like, is that, is that the way we're going now with, with the basketball? I think finding a a seven footer who can be in the NBA as a unicorn and then finding a seven footer who can run up and down the court, shoot, play inside the paint, um, set screens, do all this stuff. That's a that's a unicorn with a forkleaf uh forkleaf uh four-leaf clover in his shirt. There you, you go. Know? You know? Yeah, and so I and I agree. It's I think like that, super rare of what we're seeing with these I guys. I think that's super rare, but and I'm gonna give a, a weird analogy, but like Tony Hawk doing the 900. Like that was so rare. Now you get like 13-year-old kids doing 900. Is that gonna be like 
the thing going forward. Like, yeah, this is no. Every seven no. footer needs to have handles. Going exactly. Forward. Like going forward, like is this just going to be like a trend that's just going to take over the league and take over like youth basketball? Like, I mean, how many? I mean, first of all, there has to be seven footers that can't. Exactly. Handle. That's where um, I'm going. Right. Yeah, right. You can't. You can't coach seven feet. Like. Oh, you can't. Like, that's that's the other part. You can you can coach handles, but you can't coach seven feet. Like, right. Tall guys are tall guys. So but it's, also too, there, there's there's seven footers like Shaq that Shaq's frame, no way in hell could be built. He would not be able to hold lose weight to be like Chet Holmgren or Victor. Uh, sure. You know, he's he's a, big, he's a big dude. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna call and, him BW. Uh, but but those guys are are to an, to an extent they're they're extinct because you're right. basically having a team that's gonna run up and down a court. And I'm curious with Chet and and Victor down the road. You know, they're 19, 20 years old, respectively. What are they going to be in like seven years? You know, like, are they going to be able to keep doing this production of running down the court at seven foot? You know, like that compression on your knees and ankles, like it's tough to know for sure. You know, uh, so. I mean, we'll just have to wait and see. I think at this point, it's a it's an interesting question, though. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And something to think about. I wonder if that's um, will be the trend going forward. And, yeah. You know, and it's we're, not to say that seven foot unicorns just grow on trees, but I. I think that there's just this thought process that like in sports, we've always seen athletes adapt and grow with the sport. And I wonder if like seven footers or kids who are really tall just become this like freakishly normal thing for them to be athletic like this, because that's the norm going forward. Just turn into real life monsters. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So be fun. I think one of the things is like a few years ago, we just, you know, to be in the NBA or any, major league sport, you know, pro sport, you're, you're already a, probably a freak of nature, whether it's athleticism or hand-eye coordination. I mean, you know, baseball, we've seen guys that look like, uh, look like us and they're able to hit a hundred mile an hour fastball or, or yeah. throw a hundred mile an hour, you know, that's Kirby Puckett, man. Right. Dude was like five, eight, two twenty, And like, but the, yeah. he, for whatever reason, had a superpower just, of being able to, yeah. to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, look at uh, what's his name in in Houston. You know, he's literally like five foot seven, five foot six, and he's crushing oh, home runs. Yeah, he's you what four I mean? eleven. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so I think with the NBA, the past 10, 12 years, I think what we're seeing is the the athleticism has just gotten so much more athletic if that's even possible because we're not seeing like i was saying we, you're not seeing big men like Shaq yeah because they're they're not, you're just going to uh, go up tempo and get them off the court um and now you're starting to see big men that can dribble and handle the ball you got players like Draymond who he's he's not necessarily the most athletic guy but he's skilled and he's extremely intelligent and he's able to position himself and guard you know, uh, players that in the past, someone of his frame shouldn't have been able to, to guard. He's, he yeah. was guarding one through five. And then to extend that you had guys like clay who was also guarding, you know, one through four at when he was at the peak of his powers defensively. So you're seeing, you're just seeing guys, I think get more athletic. And I think the, the game is just evolving, but as far as the center of, uh, of the shacks, I think that's uh that's the dinosaur. I yeah. think there'll be a, a a center, a big man that does come back into style in that regard, but it's going to be 
Um, I think Giannis is like the closest thing. No, um, I would I say think, uh, Denver. Jokic. I think, but Jokic could shoot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, he's yeah. he he is slower than molasses, but somehow is the one of the most yeah, as far skilled as the big thick, men. the thick the thick body guy. Yeah, and he can like he yeah. can make room if he needs to make room. Yeah, he can shoot yeah. way better than Shaq ever could though. Yeah. Like, sure. Uh, it, as a center, uh, if you're going to be the slow plotting guy, you got to at least be able to knock it down. And um, going forward, I think yeah. um, I yeah, think you, you got to bring something besides seven feet with uh, with, you know, going back to uh, our old friend, James Wiseman. You know, I think he needs to study on like what these other, uh, you know, big men that are that are light framed. I'll say, you know, how they dribble and how they're able to run up and down the court is what he needs to probably study um, or, or get acclimated to because he still looks lost. You know, he still I looks... think I think at this point, I mean, I, you know it sucks because he chose, I mean, he chose his decision. He chose to not go through with the suspension and come back to Memphis for another year and develop. Like he chose to do this whole, I'm just going to be in the NBA, forget going back to college. So, you know, it's a detriment to his own self, but um, I think at this point it's not out of the realm to label him as a boss. Yeah, he might be, he might be out yeah. of the league and, yeah. by I the mean, end of the year or next year. I, I think at this point, the best case scenario is like, he just kind of hangs around for a few more years. And then suddenly he's Andrew Bynum, like later in his career, like, cause Andrew Bynum was a huge bust, but all of a sudden he was, you know, eight years down the road, he was still around and suddenly was able to play relevant yeah. minutes for a while for, uh, you know, at least a couple of years uh, there. So, I mean, I think that's probably the best case scenario now going forward for James Wiseman. I mean, he could be, he could be like, um, uh, what's his name? It was on Shaq and the Fool all the time. Uh, and he was all a center the for the for the Warriors. He was a center for the Warriors too. Oh, um, uh, um, JaVale uh, McGee. He could be JaVale McGee down the road. I think JaVale McGee is a great example too. I mean, like a guy who probably could have played his way out of the league with his boneheadedness, but is just able to stay around because he can survive long enough to adapt. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> so, to be could go either way. Could go either way. Yeah, we're we're gonna put that as an incomplete, yeah. <laughs> because we're nice like that. <laughs> All right, uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up for basketball. Um, just the upcoming schedule: the Warriors uh, have the in-season tournament game at Sacramento on Tuesday, and then Thursday and Saturday they have a home and home versus the Clippers. So uh, here first on Thursday, then down in LA on Saturday. Nice. So there we go. Uh, and there's your basketball. Um, are we jumping to across the pond? Yeah, let's yeah. go. Let, let, let's get some footy. Uh, 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 shall I take the lead? Yeah, go um, for it, bud. <laughs> Wrexham, Wrexham had a game on Saturday. They got a, you know, interesting schedule going forward, but uh, they get a, a huge win against uh morum combi morin morin Camby. i had the same fucking problem <laughs> we'll it's, it's it... fourth level english tier soccer we're not going to learn every single team's name perfectly yeah uh, their, their logo is a shrimp so um <laughs> it's not i think it's some kind of crustacean but i don't think it's a shrimp but anyways uh they get a six and oh paul mullen gets the hat trick which I can't remember the last time he got a hat trick outside of when he first joined Wrexham. So I think it's been a minute. Uh, so good for him. Nice. Uh, next. Dick Tuesday, so helps the goal differential too. Sure does. Big, uh, big time. Next Tuesday, 
which is tomorrow. Uh, they play against Harrogate Town, and then they play a Sunday against Yeovil Town, which is round two of the FA Cup. And then uh, they round into next week, which we'll discuss because the next game is after that. It's Tuesday. But they are currently 10-6-3, and three, second place. Last week they were in fourth place with 36 points. So um, don't panic, guys. You could win tomorrow and be back up in the standings. You could lose and be back down in fourth. So it changes right, yeah, every exactly. single day. Top, top three get the automatic pass to the next level. Um, and then four through seven go into a playoff. So, yeah. Uh, Yep. Uh, finish in the top three. You don't have to sweat it at all. If you finish in the top seven, you're still alive no matter what. So yeah. There you go. So we'll keep you updated with the Rexham. We you're are getting saying there's a chance. <laughs> we're we're getting close. I think we got like another like two and a half, three months, something like that. We're, we're uh, getting... no, it's a little more than that. Um, okay. So three and uh, a half months, four. Yeah, it's it's like right. early May actually. Like like it's it's actually quite a while. Um, so it's a long season. Yeah, we got about four months. Four months. Okay. Yeah, it's it, we're nineteen games in. Uh, I think they end up playing like forty, just two games. If you like don't, yeah. if you don't finish in first, just finish in second. You move right on up. Hell, even question. third, even, even third. third, you move right on up. Yeah, you're gonna be the Jeffersons. That's right. <laughs> nice, nice. I wasn't ready for that one. Okay. Uh, so let's uh, switch it up to the pond. Uh, Who is Sharks. not the Jeffersons? <laughs> Definitely not. Um, moving on they, they, down. They're doing a reverse Jeffersons. Um, <laughs> they're moving on down to the their, West Coast. Oh. Their roster is about to be dynamite. Yeah, uh, dynamited. <laughs> um, so for our win of the week segment, um, I've actually made an executive decision on how we're keeping points. Uh, if I, the game okay. goes to overtime or the shootout, you get half a point. Okay. Okay. Um, if you it, it, but if they end up losing in overtime or the shootout, it's half a point. If you get it right on the nose, you know, you know, you, you a win's a win. So I right did, now, I did get this one right on the nose. You did right? get this one right. Um, the game that I had, um, the Sharks actually lost in a shootout, which is where I decided, you know what, that's not fair. They get a loser's point. I'm getting a loser's. I point. knew, I knew <laughs> when Vince introduced this half a point in the in the past ten seconds of hearing this, I go. I bet you this impacted Vince's score. <laughs> Hell yeah, it did. So... I had it until it was the shootout. Fuck that. I'm taking a half a point. <laughs> but that's the executive ruling, and that's how it will work going forward. Um, okay. Yeah. I did call it. I, I was asked to pick one, and I said, hey, they play this team twice. I'm going to go with the one at home. They got to get one of these. Mm-hmm. I mean, Vancouver's a much better team, though, so uh, that's why I kind of shied away from that. So, But uh, credit to you. You got that one right. That was their win of the week uh, on Saturday, I believe. No, Sunday. Sunday. Sunday against Vancouver, uh, four to three. They lose uh, to Montreal in the shootout, which was my pick for the win. Uh, they also lose seven one at Seattle and three one at Vancouver to start the week back on last Monday. So it's um, just couldn't tie with me, man. He just nope, wouldn't just, let that happen. No, hell no, <laughs> hell no. Okay, so uh, they have four wins, 15 losses, and two overtime losses, which is good enough for dead last in the Pacific, dead last in the Western Conference. Upcoming schedule tonight, they're playing uh, at home against Washington. They go to Boston and play on Thursday. Is then that they have... Sharks game going live now? Uh, In about an hour. Uh, I'm going to take the uh, Washington game. Okay. All right. I- I- I'll allow it. Um. Thursday at Boston, Friday at the New Jersey Devils, 
and Sunday at the New the York old, Rangers. The, the only one I see you taking, if it's not tonight, yeah, it's Friday. Uh, yeah, that's kind of where I was leaning. <laughs> um, just to keep us live, uh, I think I uh, you know here's the thing though, they haven't won on the road yet at all. Exactly. Every that's win has also been why I pick Washington, and that's why I'm I'm, I'm afraid. I mean, to by all means, it. just take it with I, me too. Yeah, you, you know what? You yeah, take it. yeah. Uh, you know what? We're both gonna just take Washington. Uh, win of the week uh, is tonight, uh, Monday night against Washington. It's not too so, late, Sam, for you to jump in. If you want to pick one, I mean, it's two. It's two points. You can lock it. They're taking down Boston. Oh, all right, <laughs> all right. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> that's a that's a tall task, my friend. That is, that is a huge task. That's like at the bottom, all of them, I would say. Boston, the least likely. Like, yeah. if you're gonna pick, if you're gonna pick you the know, least it, likely win, I would take the Rangers over the Boston. <laughs> if it happens, great. I love that for you. Um, yeah. To get on the board with that, okay. Yeah. That, and that's that's fucking great. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's oh, not. Lord. I mean, you don't even have to put an asterisk. There's a good chance that me and Vince get this wrong, and you're already a point. And yeah, we, you're already we, like closing the gap. Yeah. yeah. Remember, there's no penalty for a wrong guess. There's exactly. no penalty for a wrong guess because, like I said last week, there are going to be weeks where they don't win at all. Yeah. Because they're not a good team. So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. It's going to be a lot of fun uh, uh, doing this, you know, try to have a little bit of levity in what is going to be kind of a rough season. Yeah. You got to gotta find the uh, the rainbows where you can find them. Yeah. P- people are starting to ask right now if uh, Tomas Hurdle is going to be trade bait. Probably yes, one hundred percent. We'll see. The thing is, he has like you know six years or something like that left on his contract. Um, I mean, seven, they move. They move. Years. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we'll see. I, the contract's more friendly than than the uh, previous one, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. So, I think they can move them. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's going to be. Uh, the thing is, is I think if you're going to move hurdle, you, you got to call at least two minimum. Of the young talents, yeah, because I mean, you got to see it, what you're working with. If you just oh, no, it, hurdle, I mean, uh, to be honest, it sounds like you know, down on the farm with the prospects, it sounds like a lot of these prospects, these top line guys, are actually playing pretty well, um, so far. So that's promising to hear. They're not NHL ready yet, um, exactly. But, but I'm saying so if you're gonna move yeah. hurdle, who still has six years left, you need to bring up at least two of the young guns to see what you're working with to see if it's even worth moving hurdle who's got five, six years left on this contract. Like it, it okay. only makes sense to like, I would rather if they, oh, no, start... no, no, it's, it, it's even more. Um, he signed Seven? the contract. Uh, let's see. So the contract, uh, I, 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 sport track, come on, load the site. My, um, well, why you... He's signed through the, uh, yeah, it, it looks like he's signed through the 2031 season. What is he averaging a million a year? Oh no, the twenty thirty season. Excuse me. What's his uh, AAV? No. A million? Uh, it's it's eight, it's eight and change. Eight point one three seven per year. Yeah, that's a good contract. Yeah, for hockey player, is, that's a good contract. Cap cap is eight point one million. That's um, a pretty good contract for yeah, hockey player. So, yeah, I um, mean, he, okay, he, yeah. but even more still, like you need to bring if you're gonna move him now, you gotta. They're not gonna. I, okay, look, I'm gonna take back what I said. They're not gonna move him if they bring up these young kids and these young kids, obviously not NHL ready and they appear to not be in a show ready when they get here, then no hell way. They're not, they're not moving him. But if these kids by some damn miracle look like they're ready to go start up next season, 
and they can show promise like to the end of this season, oh yeah, they're going to move Hurdle's contract for sure. 8.1 million and you can go sign somebody else. Right. Um. See, here's the thing though. This, uh, what makes it tough is this season and next season, he has a full no movement clause. Only up to him. Yeah. No, 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 no. Period. Like full no movement. He can, oh. uh, he can like, um, he, he can wave it. That's but, what I'm saying. Like, like EK, he, he could wave it. Right. Right. Yeah. And then, um, uh, after the, t- so the 2025 season, 2025, 26, mm-hmm. that's when it turns to an eight team trade list. So he'll submit eight teams he's willing to go to. And then that's uh, wild. Can you imagine if like, like other sports did that? Like you have to submit a go-to list, <laughs> like, like baseball players would be like, oh, I'm interested in playing for these teams, whatnot. But like, you're not s- formally submitting a go-to list to your general manager. <laughs> Here's your 18 trade list. Work with these teams. Um, yeah, that's uh, wild. I can't if, imagine. If you that have somebody else, yeah. Can you imagine that? Like, can you imagine if if Shohei Otani just went up to the Angels, say he's like, you know, actively still on the roster and is getting paid, right? And just walked up and be like, Yankees, Boston. Giants, Seattle, work with these four teams. <laughs> All yours. <laughs> right. Anyway. Okay. So I think that uh, that brings us to the end of contract talk in the NHL. Um, we'll move to another contract talk. <laughs> we'll catch you next time uh, yeah. when we discuss Logan Couture. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, just one note on baseball. Sonny Gray signed to the Cardinals three years, 75 million. You know million. what? I'm going to give it to him on that one. Good, good for you, bud. Because uh, he that finished, man career. Yeah, he, he finished top, uh, like like near the top at the, of yep. the Cy Young. Now he, he got his bag. Good for good you. Good for him, man. Because like he looked like he was all but maybe playing his way out of the league when he got to, like I think, Minnesota the first time. And uh, he has definitely turned his whole entire career around. So I'm, I'm happy for him, man. Good for him. Good for him. Okay. Uh, I don't have anything that's else. It. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> we made it to the end. Yeah. And no one got hurt. That's right. <laughs> All right, guys. Anything, feelings. You guys wanted to add anything? No, uh, okay. Vince, I'll uh, I'll see you on Sunday, baby. You can yeah, count on me. Right. Counting mm. on you in the parking lot. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Can Alrighty, we hold guys. pinkies when we walk into the pizza place? Yeah. <laughs> pinky promise. I pinky promise to not say anything not mean to you. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I right. hope I hope F-bombs are flying out of the building left and right for each other. And we're high-fiving when we do it, too. You're yeah, going to get totally. kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> Can't kick the, me out. I, I live there. By the owner. Oh, yeah, that, that's might. very you can't fire me i quit yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> all right guys um great show uh everybody out there that was listening uh thank you so much for joining us today you're listening to the svt podcast subscribe to us on youtube and hit the bell for alerts when we go live follow us on instagram and threads at svt sports pod slide into our dm we would love to interact with you later y'all See ya. See ya.